Hello and welcome to my show, Could You Be More Specific? I'm your host, Jonathan Steele, coming to you through the way of the Stay Woke Podcast. And on this episode of Could You Be More Specific, I want to touch on the BET Awards. And also, aside from the BET Awards show, I'm going to do a review overall on that, but I also want to touch on another topic with the, the This Is America song with Donald Glover. But I'm going to start off with the BET Awards. I thought the show was great. The BET Awards is the best award show on television. And that's why a lot of award shows like the MTV Video Music Awards try and copy it. I think that's why they combine TV and film for MTV. It's the most fun award show to have. It'll still go three hours to three and a half, but it's actually a good time versus if you were to sit up and watch the Oscars. I thought Jamie Foxx was a great host. I know he had a lot of impromptu moments that people were talking about, but to me, they were fun moments. Uh, the one critique of the show that I will have is that the audience was 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 terrible. There's no other way to put it. And uh, there's a bit like a half hour on the show where Jamie Foxx kind of like makes that known because people were acting really tight at this award show. And um, I think one thing from a suggestion standpoint that they should look to do is stop allowing phones into these award shows, especially an award show like that. You know, I think we gotten so caught up in recording life as opposed to actually living it in the moment. Like if you're watching Snoop Dogg perform or you're watching the Anita Baker Lifetime Achievement Honorary performance, to me, I would just want to watch that. I get it. You do want to record some stuff at times because it's, a, it's an experience and you can say that you were there. But for the most part, just concerts in general aside from that have become that where it's just a let's let me just put up my camera phones and watch you perform as opposed to really watching you perform and that's a great bit that i like about what chris rock and dave chappelle and does with their comedy shows i know kevin hart doesn't have a a cell phone policy necessarily he'll just have you escorted out if you're recording the show but to me that was the one critique of the show is that the audience that their energy was just so so low at this at this award show this year, I mean, I can't really think of another one where it's been this bad in terms of the audience uh, standpoint. But uh, aside from that, uh, a lot of the performances were really good. I think the ones that obviously that stand out the most is the Anita Baker honorary thing. The Migos was great. Was good. It's good. I mean, I think at any time you, I think listening to rap music live without a band to me is just kind of. It's kind of whatever. Uh, I, watching them perform and watching Snoop perform was like a night and day difference on how shows get put together. And I remember watching, just watching Snoop perform and just thinking about, about how when Chris Rock actually was saying that performing top five, when, you know, rating rappers. And he said that, you know, to him, he thought that Snoop Dogg was the, the greatest rap performer of all time, the way his shows are put together, the way he can go in and out of music and just how smooth he is on stage. It's the best in hip hop, probably period, in terms of you having a good time at his shows. Those two are, are some performances that kind of stood out. I like Miguel. I thought Miguel was good. Uh, J. Cole stood out. I think the one that was a really, a really nice one, I, I really liked her. I think her performances were really good. I, I knew when, uh, LMA performed a boot up. I knew that song was just going to be, especially for a spotlight song where they normally have that go off to the side and they, 
and they're doing the, the sponsorship through Coca-Cola when they're acknowledging up-and-coming artists. That was like one of the rare times I actually saw like pretty much everyone in the audience standing up for that song because it's the hot song of the summer. But overall, I really thought the show was was great. It was nice to see Black Panther win and see Ryan Coogler get acknowledged in the way that he did because he's the next great, you know, filmmaker of our time, you know, to be 31 and you got three films that have been this relevant and that they still talk about is an incredible achievement. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think the, the Donald Glover impromptu kind of come up to sing the song. He did look genuinely surprised. So I guess that's a good moment for TV. I, I did think that that was a, a nice way of kind of blending that in with the show. Uh, Nicki Minaj was, it was okay. Her show was okay. I, I think mainly because you've seen her do similar performances in, before. It, it wasn't like, nece- not necessarily saying that it has to be new, but it's just like, you know, you've seen it before, so it's, it's, it's okay. I did like the one portion of the show where they do kind of tend to this year focus more so on the performances because there were a lot of awards that they still had, but they just, they didn't announce them which I, I noticed, which I, I think kind of made sense because then the show kind of could have went much longer. And uh, I think from from that that perspective, that's probably why you didn't want to have too many awards going. But overall, I thought the show was great. It was nice to see Deborah Lee get uh, acknowledged, especially with the, the, the tenure that she's had with BET. And like a lot of networks, they have their ups and downs. And they've been a part of doing a lot of really good things in terms of changing the way black programming is looked at, especially in the in the TV, television format world. BT's done a lot to kind of spark that. There's a lot of people who are working now today because of BT. So even though they have some shows that are hit or miss, that, that's a lot of networks now. I mean, everyone's trying to kind of try different things out, but I think overall the, the show in itself was great. And, and one of the, the more... Uh, nicer moments of the show was when they did the uh, humanitarian portion and they acknowledged not just one specific person, but they acknowledged, you know, James Shaw Jr. Uh, they now they acknowledged the, the kid from, uh, I believe it was a Parkland that was involved. And they acknowledged the little girl who gave her speech uh, for the march. So that was a nice little portion for them to do. They, I don't know if there was probably really anyone that they could have singled out from a celebrity standpoint. I guess... Maybe Kaepernick, because now you're like you're two years in. Like this isn't a, a a a moment thing that you know some people have where they they get behind issues and then you know weeks after they leave it. So those are just some of my thoughts on the overall show. It was a really great award show to watch. Overall, just the audience for me just got a little, just that they were so so low in terms of energy. But other than that, it was a great show. And transitioning from that, I may touch back on that in just a second, but transition from that, I know there's this record sample that's being played in comparison for the Donald Glover song, This Is America. People are talking about, did he steal the song or did he not give credit if it sounds similar? Like, even if the song sounds similar, or should I say a lot of like another song, if it cleared a sample, as long as it clears samples, it doesn't take away anything from the song. You know, and that a lot of times is up to the producer when they're doing clearances. It's no different than when 
the whole thing with the clinches for blurred lines happen, you come out better getting the sample and paying them a, a fee to use the song than you would not clearing it up with them. And then they come back and they sue you for more money later on than it would have cost to actually just use the sample of the song. That to me, you know, I know that's been kind of circulating the past few days. I'm like, the song is still what the song is. I heard bits of the other song. That song is good. But in terms of the visual image and the actual content of the song that Donald Glover is talking about, that was just a perfect storm. And that song is going to still stand on its own in terms of the impact that it's made. So I, I know that was an issue that I know uh, Timlin's had over the years with Big Pimpin' where, you know, I think it was a clearance issue where the people that were coming back to sue him was for millions of dollars and not getting paid on the sample. And I think Timbaland made a comment saying, hey, listen, a lot of times they don't handle that. That's up to a lot of the people that are that are paying and getting the, 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 the rights to the song. But he says, you would come out better figuratively paying them $100,000 or $50,000 or whatever the amount is of that then not paying them and then getting sued for millions of dollars. It just, it doesn't make any sense because they're going to come back and check it. So um, that in itself is what, you know, I've noticed that today that that was a a really big thing that they're talking about on the internet and just scrolling on comments and just hearing some people saying like, does this diminish the song? Like, how does it diminish the song? The song is still the song. The video is still the video. I, I don't understand this culture of, uh, in the cycle where something comes out and then everything is doomsday or everything is the best thing ever. It's like his song still what it is. It was a number one song in the country. That's never going to go away. So I just wanted to touch on that with Donald Glover uh, real quick on that. I know going forward to in the future, I'm going to try and do different topics in terms of one in the cover and do more follow up topics on certain issues especially throughout the week, because I know a lot of stories are changing all the time. I know uh, I I saw that Terry Crews testified today in Washington, and I know uh, a lot of people have been talking about Dianne Feinstein, who's uh, a representative from California, about why he didn't use his physicality in in that situation. And it kind of goes to the whole victim victim shaming thing, is that people are looking at the fact, because he's a big guy, that that constitutes... Well, he should have defended himself. And I know 50 kind of kind of brought that up. And Terry Crews handled that very well with, you know, saying, hey, he loves 50. He listens to him when he works out. And, you know, 50, I think, t- you know, took it down, but showed the clip of Will Smith popping the guy. You know, in that context, that's a reporter with Will on a red carpet. He's at a party, Terry Crews, with his wife at a big Hollywood function with other agents and stuff like that there. It's not media necessarily that was all around at that at that time. It's a pretty much an industry party. And the fact that that guy felt that confident walking up and doing that to him shows you that it's a power thing. So I just wanted to kind of do a follow up and touch up on, on Terry Crews with that. It's unfortunate that he's going to continue to get kind of, you know, kind of attacked for that in a way. You know, I just I, I look at him and I just I feel like, you know, He's getting kind of boxed in into a, a damned if you do, damned if you, you you don't situation. What what he says is so completely true. If he punched him at that party, he's arrested for assault. And all the sponsorships that he's ever gotten, 
all the impending jobs that he had coming down the pike, they're all gone. And he he was going to be reduced to another angry black man that couldn't control himself. And the same people that are attacking him now would have been like, hey, man, you got to be the bigger person. You can't let people mess with your money. But then when you start saying that, it's like, well, where's the line with that? Whenever you hear people say that, it's like, well, it's easy for you to say you're not in that position. So that's just some of the things I just I just wanted to. to he, he's been on my mind lately, especially in regards to this, because I do think he is probably outside of of some of the women that have kind of come forward in early on in, in regards to the Me Too movement, whether it was uh, Angelina Jolie or just hearing some members like um Asia Argento, uh, I know Annabella Shiora spoke out, uh, and I know Rose McGowan as well. I think he's probably one of the most important figures is because him and Anthony Rapp let you know that this isn't a, a, a gender issue. This is a power issue. So those are just some of my thoughts that I had on some of those topics. I want to thank everyone that's been listening to this podcast. I'm so I'm I'm really enjoying uh, the content that I'm doing and I'm look, looking forward to continuing to do more and that we're going to continue to grow. So definitely like share and follow this pod, continue to spread this around. My name is Jonathan Steele. Thank you for listening to could you be more specific? I'm going to be doing more of these shows in the future and I hope you guys have a good one. Mm-hmm.